Aquarius Rising Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. Aquarius Rising is a place where we reflect on why we're here and on the mystery and infinity of the cosmos. We're amazed by Mother Earth, by the galaxies and solar systems, and the influence of the planets in our lives. Astrologer and author Chrissy Blaze will give an overview of what's happening now and will reveal how you can use the magical powers of the planets to unlock your limitless potential. Find out more by visiting astrologycity.com. Well, welcome, everybody. I'm Chrissy Blaze, and I'm very warm welcome to this very first radio show, Aquarius Rising, Astrology Radio, on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you make a note to please listen on the first Tuesday every month. The next show will be January the 5th, 2021, at 12 midday Eastern, that's 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. British time, and the rest I'll have to leave you to work out. So I just found out that today is Giving Tuesday, and it's launched today, my radio show, on this global day of generosity, which was rather nice and certainly in keeping with the spirit of my radio show. We're here to learn about astrology and to be aware of what's going on in the heavens, but also to grow as human beings. And giving is one of the best ways we can do that. Just to introduce myself briefly, astrology has always fascinated me since I first saw a chart when I was 14 and weirdly seemed to understand the symbols I believe now it was probably a past life and has taken me decades to even begin to really understand this complex science and art. But the good news is that it's one of those studies where a little knowledge can actually be very helpful as long as you realize the first rule of astrology, that the planets incline, but they do not compel. In other words, Let's use astrology as a tool and not a crutch. I trained later at the Faculty of Astrological Studies in London and became a consulting astrologer. I've written quite a few books, including astrology books. My last one, my latest one, is Earth, Astrology's Missing Planet. I've been interviewed on TV and radio over the years, talking about everything from astrology to UFOs. But this is my first astrology radio show, Aquarius Rising. Not surprisingly, perhaps, if you believe in divine providence, I named the show before drawing up a chart of its birth date and time and place. And guess what? It has Aquarius rising. So what is it about? Aquarius rising is all about you, your relationship with the planets, and what this means for your growth and self-realization. I can't include all the interesting planetary aspects, especially this year. So I'll just pick out one or two each show, one or two of the most interesting, as well as perhaps later on add some astrology teaching and other relevant topics like karma and reincarnation and the living planets. I want this time to be helpful to you and to realize how useful astrology can be. It can help to guide us through the rocky patches and make the most of times of opportunity. We can learn a lot about ourselves and also about other people. 
So what's going on now on December the 1st at 12 midday in this crazy year of 2020? You don't have to know astrology to know that the year started off with a bang and then the world changed. And guess what? This whole era that we've been in for the past 200 years or so will end. And it will end on the winter solstice, December the 21st, with another world-changing event. You can look at the astrology of this year by visiting my blog at www.astrologycity.com. It's, uh, the blog is dated December 2019, but it's the second blog in the series that month, if you're interested. Because I haven't got time, and I probably don't need to, talk about this year, because you've lived through it. And this is what astrology is all about, is learning to feel what's going on and navigating our ways through it. And of course, there are many other ways, uh, methods that you can use uh, to do that. The best method of all is our intuition, if we can develop that. And astrology also is a very good way to develop our intuition, as well as other studies such as numerology. And I use that too, and it's very, very helpful indeed. So what about the uh, presidential election, you may ask? This has just happened. Um, again, I have a blog about that, and I don't want to go into that too much, but I did say in the blog, and astrology enables us to be detached. Uh, some people said to me from my blog, well, you are obviously biased. Well, actually, astrology is not biased. We look at things as they are. And I said in my blog, and I'm just quoting a couple of things, even if Joe Biden does win the election, there will be no civil handover of power, and you can expect high drama and all that we've come to expect, but much more intense. And I said it would be surprising if a Donald Trump is re-elected, but one has seen a lot of amazing things happening as far as this president is concerned. Uh, whatever happens there's no question that it will be a roller coaster ride for both Trump and Biden, both professionally and emotionally. And then I said, if, if the president, the current president does lose, this configuration did suggest that he could potentially shift his direction into broadcasting and publishing also. So we, we shall see. But much more interesting than politics is that we are rapidly approaching on December the 21st what astrologers call the new Aquarian era. Now, the influence of Aquarius is going to be coming in in earnest. So what does that mean? Can you feel it? I want you to begin to learn to feel astrology. And some people listening are probably uh, very, very uh, aware of astrology, may even be astrologers themselves. So forgive me if I'm uh, trying to teach people the basics. Uh, but I want people listening to to begin to learn to feel it, to feel the movement of the planets affecting you so you can take hold of that energy and use it and not, not let it use you. And that's an important thing. So what you might be feeling now is the buildup of energy of the two giant planets in our solar system, Jupiter and Saturn, which are on a kind of a slow collision course and on December the 21st, and I'll keep saying that date because it's so important in our history, um, it reaches its culmination, the culmination that when the two planets meet, if you like, uh, not physically, but they come very, very close together. It's called a conjunction. 
at zero degrees Aquarius. Now, this is a very significant, uh, so note that. 21st of December, Jupiter and Saturn will come together at zero degrees Aquarius. This is called a conjunction. Kilo one, the astrologers are calling the great conjunction. It's so important. The last time these two planets came together at that degree of Aquarius was around 1405. So rare, right? But interesting, this was a very interesting time in our history. It was around the beginning of the Renaissance, a period of great cultural change and achievement in Europe that lasted about 200 years, as this new era will. We're on the cusp of this completely new era. It's exciting, and it's not by chance that we're here on Earth experiencing this. This is a time in our history of a great flowering of consciousness after the Middle Ages, a great rebirth in the arts. It started in Italy, this Renaissance, a great rebirth in the arts, in culture and politics and so on. So we're entering this Aquarian Renaissance, if you like, with Jupiter and Saturn at zero degrees of that sign. There are 30 degrees in each, each sign. So it's right at the beginning of Aquarius. And they will be coming together for the next 200 years in the air signs, which is what Aquarius is. After spending 200 years, and these are approximations, in the earth signs. So there's a whole change of elements, a change of feeling in the air. Now, a new era will come in very slowly. It will take decades because um, it's long. You know, one, a new era, sorry, when a new era ends and a new one begins, it doesn't just happen overnight, but we have experienced it. We've felt what it's like for an era to be coming to an end. Many people are saying, I'm sure you've heard them, and perhaps you say it yourself, it's like you don't imagine life will ever be the same. Well, it won't, but it will potentially be better. So let's, we've been in, the, having these two planets conjunct in the Earth signs for so long, we've been in a really materialistic phase. We, we had the Industrial Revolution, and after World War II, there was this growing desire for in the West, certainly, for excessive materialism. But with Jupiter and Saturn coming together in the people sign of Aquarius, we will begin to want more than just material things. And I think we're seeing glimpses of this with people joining together to try and bring change. We will see a more spiritual element developing. With the pandemic, it seems that people either become more selfish or you see them sacrificing themselves to help others. And that's what I mean by spiritual. And we're seeing more and more inspiring examples of this. <clears throat> Before I say any more about this, I'd like to just mention one thing. Go back, uh, let's go back a little from December the 21st to see how this conjunction was developing because these massive planets coming together, they take a long time to come together. And it started to develop in January, January the 26th, 2020. Jupiter started moving slowly towards this uh, date, 
December 21st. In its journey on March the 11th, 2020, the World Health Organization declared coronavirus was a pandemic, and we know the rest from there. But Jupiter couldn't, it wouldn't reach its peak power to December the 21st. But the great COVID-19 global recession was really, is, I want to say, the main event that's being forecast uh, throughout this year. And all the, all the ramifications of this pandemic, we've seen it, we've felt it. Also, another planet was making it even more difficult, and that is the planet Uranus, which is the uh, planet that rules the sign of Aquarius. It's the planet of change, of upheavals, and it brings sudden change. And we found with, with Uranus coming along and hitting these two planets, uh, suddenly daily life was no longer normal, and suddenly restrictions were the order of the day. Now, the nature of this conjunction with Saturn and Jupiter is that Jupiter favors tradition. I'm sorry, Saturn favors tradition. It's conservative. Uh, And Jupiter wants freedom. So you can see this happening in the world. They're the people who, they don't mind following the rules and wearing the masks and and all those things that are, are good for us. But Jupiter, the People have an excess of Jupiter in their charts, probably. They don't want to be told what to do. They want the freedom. And these two have come together, and we've seen the clash of this, um, especially with Uranus coming in the mix. And the planet Uranus uh, is a wonderful planet and brings inspiration and revelation, but it can also bring disruption and division. And I'm sure you've had more than a few clashes this year with other people. I know I have as well as frustrations and loss in some way. And we can expect this type of thing, sadly, at the end of an era. But what is really going on at a deeper level? What these planets are trying to teach us, because they're always trying to teach us and helping us to evolve, even though it often feels painful. They are saying, it's now time to examine our lives and find out whether our life is what we want it to be going forward into this new era. Does anything need changing or adjusting in some way, whether it's our um, our desires or our opinions or the way we do things or our career or our relationships and so on and so forth. Perhaps like me, you might find yourself working at home. Many people have been this year. Now, interestingly, in astrology, the home is represented by the fourth house of your birth chart. And uh, there are 12 houses in your birth chart, and the fourth house is the home. But it's also, in astrology, your inner self. So I think many people that have worked at home during this time realize that home, and we probably do anyway, is much more than just cleaning, cooking, and watching TV. It's about going deeper within yourself. It's where you feel safe. Um, And one great way to find that peace in the home is through spiritual practices of some kind. It's time to remember to reorientate ourselves to the fact that we're not just physical beings, but we are actually 
spiritual beings first and foremost, gaining experience in this physical world through our physical bodies, our temples, if you like, the temples of the soul. And I think during this time at home, it's a good chance to realize that. You're, home, you're at home for a reason, because it's time that we spent more time nurturing our inner selves. Of course, this applies to everybody, but I'm just giving an example. If your home is not the peaceful, stable place you'd like it to be, I suggest more thought on this. Adjusting and bringing adjustments within ourselves is always a difficult thing for all of us. You know, It's easy to see where other people should change, but very hard to see where we should change quite often. And this is where astrology can help too, to look at ourselves objectively and see our strengths as well as our weaknesses. And often we focus on our weaknesses, but not on our strengths. So it's very, very helpful like, like this. So you see how the planets work. They may appear to spar, if you like, but in fact they're a great cosmic symphony and their energies, which may seem bad, we may feel they, they're bad, but they are all good. Saturn is reigning us to be disciplined and sometimes fearful, but Jupiter is urging us to grow and doesn't want to be told what to do. You could sort of think about these two planets as kids who are given everything they want and end up being spoiled and selfish. Then kids who have parents who teach them to be thoughtful and kind to others. This is the Saturnian influence. Not something the kids want, but then they grow up to be more self-aware and enlightened people. So this conjunction, think of it like this. Now Jupiter has a wonderful side because it's open to growth, open to opportunity when it comes. But these planets are reminding us that we are responsible not to put the blame on other people, whether it's the president, the politics, or you know, your, your, other, your partner, your friend. It's telling us that we are responsible. With Saturn's caution and careful planning, together with Jupiter's optimism, we are facing a great recession, but a successful economic recovery can be navigated. Most uh, astrologers have a bit of a dismal view of the next few years, but I'm actually very hopeful. Um, <clears throat> the COVID-19 economic recovery will be slow, but I do see that by next fall, there will be a spirit of optimism, a lighting in the hearts and minds of people. As a spiritual astrologer, which I am, I see hope, because the change that's coming is a, is a better place than where we are now, and have been, actually. So let's look a little bit at this sign, this conjunction is in the sign of Aquarius. Now, this new Aquarian era is not the beginning of the Aquarian age. I and a few other astrologers believe that that was in the early 1960s. I believe it was 1964. Definitely the 60s was not only a time of great change, not least the fact and I think this is a very important fact, that the astronauts who first went to the moon took the first picture of Earth from space ever. Now, if you're too young to remember that, it was a life-changing experience for the entire planet, and we would never be the same again. 
there was a massive global experience of oneness. Some of you may remember that. I know I was a kid. I remember that. This is very Aquarian, the brotherhood of man. It knows, or the sisterhood of woman, whatever you prefer, but it knows no boundaries. We are one. And this is what this Aquarian era is about. We got a glimpse of it in the 60s. And now we're coming into it in a more powerful way. So it's a wonderful thing that we're coming into. But it's not going to be easy. And as well as that, in 1964, on July the 8th, there was an event unbeknown to the vast majority of humanity and known only to a few inner door students, spiritual hierarchy of this earth, which is very real, and interplanetary intelligences who watch over us, very real. And that was the primary initiation of earth, when the mother earth beneath our feet, this great goddess, received a great and powerful initiation. And yes, the planets are indeed living beings, just like us, only far, far more evolved. And if we think about the earth, and all that she gives to us, that it makes sense that of course she is. And this initiation was an even more potent time for the entire race of humanity. So let's go back to this conjunction coming up, December the 21st. How can we deal with it in our own lives? Well, number one, it's time to think about the whole, not to be selfish. I don't think you are, but it's time to think about others. Because Aquarius is not a personal sign. It's about society. It's about groups. We're already beginning to see the beginnings of social change. Uh, people working in communities, in groups. It's about things like the internet bringing people together. It's about this brotherhood of man. It's about science and technology being used for the good. It's about a new type of religion, a more scientific approach, um, a scientific look at prayer, for example, what happens when we die, life on the other realms and the other planets. In fact, the organization I've been a member of for most of my life is very Aquarian in nature, encompassing all these things, the Aetherius Society. So if you happen to be a sun sign Aquarius or have moon in Aquarius or Aquarius rising, like this radio show, or other prominent Aquarian influences in your chart, you will embrace this time. We have been too earthbound with heavy-duty planets in the earth sign Capricorn for a long time. Aquarius is uh, urging us to um, change, to have this approach, this idea of oneness. It's an idealistic sign. It's urging us to join with others of like mind. And we will find more of this type of influence in the world. Now, as you know, every positive influence has a negative aspect. Uh, and take the Internet. We are disembodied, if you like. We are bombarded with conspiracy theories. Technology is for us to use not for it to suck us in and use us, as it seems to be doing now. We have to remember we are still human with feelings and desires, and above all, a spiritual dimension to our lives, which is the most important part. 
So the more we get to understand the influence of Aquarius, the better. Um, perhaps you have Aquarius, sun, moon, or rising sign. Study yourself or study a friend or relative who is. I'd like to um, I think I'll read you a little extract I have here from my book, Superstar Signs, which delves deeply into all the 12 signs of the zodiac. And this is a short extract about Aquarius. Excuse my gulping here. Aquarius knows you can shackle his body, but never his mind. He is an original and abhors any system of indoctrination for himself or for others. He abhors anything that belittles the human mind and spirit, such as inequality, intolerance, prejudice, dishonesty, jealousy, bigotry, injustice, poverty, or war. Because of this, others see him as an idealist, espousing social causes for the betterment of the world. However, he is more of a realist, actually, who realizes that all of these ills of society limit us. He will strive with all his intelligence and energy, both of which abound in the evolved Aquarian, to right these wrongs. There's a lot more to it than that, but it's just a little glimpse into Aquarius and what we might expect. There's a couple more things. I'm running out of time here. Um, I just wanted to talk a bit about the uh, total solar eclipse coming up on December the 14th. Um, I haven't got time to say too much about it, but it is a time very much connected to communication because there's a conjunction to Mercury in this total solar eclipse. And there's also a square to Neptune. So just be aware, it it can be a bit of deceptive time, but a good time to take initiatives too, that Mercury conjunction. There's a nice trine to Mars. So it's a good time to take initiative, but just be aware of things if they seem odd, they probably are. You know, be careful about um, doing something that doesn't quite gel. So now, last thing, December the 1st, we're in the period of Sagittarius. All of you Sagittarius, sun, moon, rising signs out there, it's your time. So I'd like to end a little bit about Sagittarius. And every month I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the year ahead for that sign. So January, it will be about Capricorns, etc. So Sagittarians, uh, you need to be free, free to roam the world, uh, to travel, to seek, to express your opinions. Freedom is your middle name, if you like. But the last few years have been, I want to say, the F word, frustration. This frustration uh, may have thrust you in another direction. And in, so instead of traveling the world as you like to do, You've been traveling mentally through studying. And with Sagittarius, the wilder the ideas you meet, the more you seem to like them. Nobody can tell a Sagittarius what to think. (laughs) But you have a way of moving on once you've exhausted one theory when you find an even better one. You are a traveler. You don't get stuck. Now, in 2021, Sagittarians may feel the need to eliminate from their lives everything that has kept them stale, and so expect some changes. 
with Saturn in your sign, um, uh, just having a look here, yeah. No, Saturn is in your third house of communication this year. So you're being asked to become more discerning in your thought processes, and you may be making some adjust, adjustments to previously held beliefs. You're a little bit more, well, you are more serious-minded and interested in diving deeper into new uh, learning opportunities. You have this habit of speaking freely and off the cuff, and um, you could find this a challenging time when you're nudged to sort of think and pause before speaking as your words carry more weight than you realize. But it's not a bad time. It's a good time. It's a time of growth, of realizing that our words, as well as our thoughts, have ramifications. They affect other people. They affect other people's opinions of us. And in some degree, they affect the whole world. So expect to be more thoughtful in 2021, Sagittarius. Um, you're surprising yourself this year. You're no longer drawn to do things just because you can. You are thinking about the consequences of your actions and your words. Now, you may not be traveling uh, as far as you'd like to next year. Well, of course, you know with COVID, but things should be easing up a little later on. But even so, um, Saturn is kind of restricting your movement in some way, but you will find yourself getting more involved in local things, in, perhaps in your community, in the group to which you belong to, etc. There's a lot of life-changing experiences taking place. Uh, putting an emphasis on your second house, which is your house of values. Now, this is a very, very important part of your chart. If we think about what are our values, you may be reassessing your entire value system. There's eclipses happening in 2021, which will have you Sagittarians wanting to experience uh, close relationships with others. That seems very important to you next year. Uh, you're more open to receiving love from others, whereas for some years you may have been a little bit closed down. A very good thing to do is spend more of your time around children. Uh, you can learn so much from them. And it may be good to seek an opportunity to work with children, or as perhaps you have in the past, or to be with children or to spend more time with your children if you have them. Focus on your inner life. Study spiritual books. And I was leafing through uh, one of my books, Deeper Into Love. I don't even know if you can get it anymore, but I think you might be able to get the e-book. Um, because it's very re relevant to what's happening to you right now in the world. And i just like to read a short extract. When we are in the midst of outer change, it's important to make those inner shifts so that we can keep up. For example, if we suddenly lose our job or go through a difficult divorce, we can easily be thrown off balance because the world as we knew it has changed and we can lose our center and become stressed, anxious, and sick. The trick for all of us is to strive to remain as flexible as possible and bend like a proponent of Aikido during these times of change. If we can, we will find that at the end of the stressful time period, we will have grown from the experience instead of being worn down by it. One thing to remember 
is that nothing happens by chance. Everything is according to a perfect design. Our karmic pattern is exact. And everything that happens to us, good, bad, and indifferent, is a result of what we have sown in the past. Once we stop blaming other people or outside circumstances for our problems, then we can learn from our experiences. It requires strength and a detached philosophical frame of mind. But these things are vital attributes anyway for the spiritual path. It's not by chance that the first lesson of all spiritual aspirants is bravery. It is by design. At times of change, we need the strength and heart of a lion. And in the words of my favorite book of all times, The Nine Freedoms, bravery is the first freedom. Bravery is victory through experience. And in this time of change in our world, all of us will need that strength and heart of a lion. But when we have that, when we grasp that, and we have it within us, when we grasp that and manifest that and start to use that, our lives will change for the better. There's no doubt about that. In my next show on Tuesday, January the 5th, I shall focus on the Pluto return. This is another really important planetary event that is taking place now in the U.S., We have been spoiled on this planet Earth here in the United States and elsewhere for too long. And I'm afraid karma is coming to get us. But as I said before, nothing is bad. It's all good. (laughs) Everything is teaching us. So this is not just this conjunction I've been talking about, but another major planetary challenge, even more powerful than this one, the Pluto return. When Pluto returns to the place it was when this country was born, it's founding. It's happening now, until around 2024. But there's so much to say about this and how it was affecting this country, how it's affecting everybody in this country, and how it's affecting the whole world. Please join me, January the 5th, 2021. And in the meantime, have a very uh, joyful winter solstice Uh, good time to do some go within on this day do some practices make some powerful intentions for this new era that you are so fortunate on this earth to be a part of and have a vision of hope and inspiration for the future and have a very uh, joyful christmas and holiday season and may 2021 bring you good health joy, love, abundance, and spiritual fulfillment. Thank you, and blessings to you all. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join us on the first Tuesday each month at 12 midday Eastern Time. In the meantime, visit astrologycity.com and complete the contact form to receive Chrissy's bi-monthly astrology newsletter, Cosmic Cafe. Thank you for listening to Aquarius Rising Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. And may the stars shine brightly on you all. <laughs>